written. Turn with me, if you will, to Luke chapter 19. Tonight we're going to be talking about divine encounters. Divine encounters. Have you ever had a divine encounter? Now let, me, let me talk about that for just a moment, alright? A divine encounter is something that you know only God put together and that it was just what you needed at the right time. It may have been you that was the recipient of that divine encounter or, or the reason was for your purpose or for your benefit, but you also could have a divine encounter to help someone else. Maybe God put you together with somebody else that was just what they needed at that particular time. The divine encounter that I'm looking at tonight is when Jesus was sought out by a tax collector who was short of stature, so he had to climb a tree to get to where he could see Jesus. And we, all the kids will be able to identify that one. He is the, um, the, the guy named Zacchaeus. So let's read our verses of Scripture tonight, uh, chapter 19 of the Gospel of Luke, in the, the first through uh, six verses. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. Jesus was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. This is just one of the many divine encounters that happened in the day of Jesus. So let's stop for a moment and pray as we begin to look into this idea of having divine encounters. Father God, thank you so much for the evening. Thank you for a blessed and wonderful day that we've had to be able to spend together with brothers and sisters in Christ, worshiping you, and Father, just resting in the afternoon. What a beautiful afternoon it's been. Thank you for your word. Father, Pray. Uh, we pray tonight that as you meet with us again, that you will show us what it is to have an encounter with you and to be your spokesperson in other encounters. God, you are so good to us. We don't deserve the least of your mercies, but right now we just thank you for your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Divine encounters. All right, in this passage of Scripture, what we get is a tax collector who is trying to see Jesus. He's seeking Jesus because most likely he heard all the things that were going on around Jesus and the things that he had been doing. And think about what he had done. He run up there to the crowd that was following Jesus and around Jesus, and he wanted to get a look at Jesus. But he couldn't because he wasn't tall enough. Everybody else was taller than him, so he couldn't see over the crowd to where Jesus was. And, you know, just in the same way that any a popular person would be, people that are in the crowd gathered around him, and, and everybody wants to get as close as they can to him. But Zacchaeus couldn't get close, so what he did is he ran down the road. He says, all right, I see he's going down this way. I'm going to run down there ahead and get in a position to where I can see him. So he went and climbed up a tree. He went down there, got ahead of the crowd, climbed up in the trees to wait to see Jesus. And when he got there, Jesus looked up at him, 
Now, I don't know how many people were around, but you've got to guess there was a couple hundred at least gathered around Jesus walking down the middle of this town. And Jesus stopped and looked up at one guy in a tree. Then he called him by name. You see, that was the important thing. Jesus already knew who he was. He knew he was going to be there, and he went there. He was right there in that one spot for that one reason, and that reason had climbed a tree. And he looked at Zacchaeus, and he said, Come on down, Zacchaeus. He said, Hurry up, come down. I've got to go to your house today. That was Jesus' purpose for that, that moment, that encounter. Zacchaeus was there. Jesus had come together with him there, and it was a divine encounter. Because you see what happened, it resulted in the salvation of that man, and, and I'm sure probably many others that were around. But I want to talk to you about God's encounters in your life, divine encounters throughout the day, every day. How is it that God lines up our meetings and our, our acquaintances and all the things of our day to, for us to be benefited? The first thing that I want to talk about is what God wants for your life. How God encounters you in order to change your life. You see, what God desires of you, with you, He desires a close, reliant relationship with you. You close to Him and relying on Him. The Scripture says if we draw near to God, He will draw near to us. He wants that. As a matter of fact, in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve, when He created them there, in the garden, it said that God would visit with them and walk with them in the cool of the day, walking and talking with God. Hey, Adam, what'd you do today? Uh, what animal did you name today? What'd you name it? I don't know if he did that, but they, but they were walking in close fellowship with one another. That's what God desires with each one of us. Now, uh, of course, we don't live in the Garden of Eden. I heard a good thing about that the other night. A preacher a preacher was standing and preaching. He says, where would men be without women in the Garden of Eden? Y'all got that, did you? Okay. Jan's back there saying, don't tell it, don't tell it. <laughs> now, but he was, he, the guy was preaching, and it, that was good. Anyway, you know, it was only men there, so he got away with it pretty good. We all laughed, and we didn't get the finger wagged at us, so. Uh, he didn't get a finger wagged at him. But God was in a close relationship with Adam and Eve, and He wanted that, and He desires that with us as well. Now, we don't walk physically with Him every day. He's not physically seen by us, but He is just as close to us as He was to Adam that day. When we allow Him to be that close to us. You see, we got to want that close relationship. And that's what He desires of us. We, the only reason we don't have God with us all the time is because we expel Him or we, we distance ourselves from Him. But I want to tell you that God is working in your life all around you. As a matter of fact, He's been working in your life long before you began to work with Him. And many times He's working all around us and we, for, we miss what He's doing around us so we don't join in to the work that He wants us to accomplish and complete. He's got something for us every day. He wants us to see Him working in our life so that when we join where He is working, that is the divine encounter for us that day at that moment. In the same way that He was walking down the road and Zacchaeus climbed the tree and Jesus walked right to where He was at and talked to Zacchaeus. 
a divine encounter. He wants us to do the same thing. He wants us to, to seek Him out every day. And when we see Him working in and around us, we join into that work. What God wants for our life is that close, walking relationship with one another. He also, when we walk uh, with the Lord, you see, what we have to do is be obedient. And that's what God desires for us. He wants us to see Him working and join in with that work through our obedience by His leading and guiding us into that. You see, God desires for us to be obedient to Him in everything that we do so that whenever we have the opportunity to have a divine encounter, that we know it's from Him and we obey what He wants us to do at that time. A lot of times we, we'll have those divine encounters and we'll... we'll We'll say, well, maybe you need to talk to somebody else. I, I may not know enough about the Bible to help you there, or I may not be able to pray for you right now. We might be busy or something like that, and we miss that encounter that God intended for us to have. We've got to walk in obedience. God does not come to us to discover what we would like to do to accomplish for Him. He wants to reveal His activity and invite us to join Him where He's working. Think about that for a moment now. God's not going to ask you what you want to do. He's not going to ask you how you want to do it. You see, He's already got the plan. He's already got the work. He just needs somebody to join in. He wants you to walk closely enough with Him so that whenever His, uh, the encounter, that divine encounter comes your way, you recognize it and you say, Yes, Lord, this is right where I need to be. I'm doing just exactly what you want me to do. You won't get plugged in that way unless you're looking for Him, listening for Him, and then obeying Him. Then, when we join in with God, we get the blessing. I want to tell you the truth. If you ever have that encounter, that divine encounter, and, and uh, uh, an appointment that only God can set up, and you follow Him in obedience, and you see the blessing that comes out of that, you're going to rejoice. You're going to praise the Lord. We, an encounter with God requires us to adjust ourselves to His activity as He reveals it. You see, whenever you encounter God, you don't leave the same. You, you can't encounter God and then go back and be the same person that you were. You see, when you encounter God, He's going to change something in you. Even if it's just for a split moment, He's going to change your life through that divine encounter. How will He do that? See, He might have you to, to meet somebody and, and you just sit down and start talking with them and, and you don't know anything about their needs or, or what's going on in their life and all of a sudden they, they ask you a question and before you know it, you're talking about spiritual things and you're ministering to them because that's where God puts you to do exactly that. And when you walk away from that, con that conversation, you're saying, God, you did all of that. I didn't have any of it planned. But what a joy in my heart, knowing that I was where you wanted me to be, doing what you wanted me to do. That's the blessing of following and working with God. That's what He wants to do in your life. He wants you to look for Him and encounter Him every day so that when that divine appointment comes, you're walking with Him so closely in obedience that the blessing 
just falls in your lap. That's what God wants to do in your life. Now, there's other divine encounters when God wants to bring something into your life. Now, we think about, uh, we, we, we sing about the showers of blessings. We think about all the good things that, that happen to us when we think about God entering into our life, all those wonderful things. And yes, there are some really great things that God has planned for us to benefit us. And when we have those God encounters, when we have those God things that happen, let me tell you, uh, yesterday at, at the funeral, uh, I went over to look at the, the food that we had uh, for the family afterwards, and I looked at the crowd that we had for the funeral, and I'm thinking, boy, uh, uh, I better wait to fix my plate till last because there may not be enough. But God, you know, it always looks like that, like that most of the time. But when we get done, we've got so much to take home, I wonder, did everybody eat? God works in those ways. When he brings those things, those opportunities like that into our life, we see him working. Man, what a blessing. We see God touching and multiplying, and, and we see those showers of blessings come. God brings good things into our life, but he also brings hard things into our life. God will put us through tough times to grow us. You may not think about it being a, a divine encounter when you, in, when you encounter troubles, but it can be, most likely is, because what I've found in my life is that God puts us through things to grow us in certain areas of our life that we need improvement in, or to give us an experience that we can share with somebody else as they go through the same thing. God won't be able to use us in that way unless we go through it. And after we go through it, we've got the experience, we've, we've got a little bit of wisdom, a little more knowledge in that particular area that we may be able to help somebody else with. And when you sit down and talk with them, when God brings them into your life, you say, look, I know that's a hard thing. You know, I've experienced something very similar. But God wants to bring good out of it. God does all of those things. He brings the good things into your life. He brings the hard things into your life for your benefit. Now, it may not seem like it at the time. You know, we only want the good things. We only want to hit the easy button like that commercial says. But you know what? Sometimes we've got to go through the hard things in order to be who God wants us to be. The struggle changes us. The struggle makes us better when we look to God and see that, hey, God's got something in this for me. It's hard on me right now, but I know that God wants to bring good out of this. God wants, what God wants for your life, what God brings into your life, and lastly, who God brings into your life. Now, this is a divine encounter so many times that God will bring somebody into your life. Maybe you know, maybe you don't. But God will use those people to encourage you. I know that many times in my life, I, I, I love Brother Wicker uh, and sat and talked with him a, a long while yesterday. He is a great encouragement to me. 
but I've got other uh, mentors that I've gone to over the, the days, the, the years past, and I've gone to them and just said, you, you know, just asking advice, and for them to sit down and, and mentor me and, and speak to me and allow me to, to spill my guts or whatever it might be, you know, it was just an opportunity for them to be God's hand on me at that time and minister to me. God will bring people into your life to encourage you. And it's a divine encounter. But also, God will bring those into your life that He wants you to encourage. You see, you may not realize it, but God wants to use you to encourage people. And I think of, of uh, Paul, when he was Saul, before he accepted Christ as Lord. It was on the Damascus Road instance when he was blinded and he went into Damascus and he was blind for three days and, and Jesus spoke to Ananias and said, Ananias, go down there to Saul, lay your hands on him and, and tell him, talk to him. You're going to restore his sight to him. And see, Ananias went down there and did just exactly that. And when Paul received his sight, he was also receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior. He had already encountered Jesus his life had been changed and the coming to him was Ananias saying the Lord Jesus has done this to you for his benefit for his glory but he was changing Paul or changing Saul into Paul God will bring people into your life to encourage you but he will also bring people into your life for you to encourage and the whole th the thing about this is we've got to make sure that we are ready for every divine encounter, whether it be to encourage us or for us to encourage others. Because God is working among us. He's working around us all the time. And if we don't have the eyes to see, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss that encounter. Are you prepared to meet God today? Are you prepared to see that encounter, to, to have that encounter that divine encounter, maybe not with God himself, but with someone that he sent into your path. Don't seek to hear from God unless you are ready to submit to his will and his way. You see, like I said before, whenever, whenever God gets in the mix, it changes us. Whenever we have that divine encounter, we're not going to be the same. And we have to be ready for it. Don't ask for God to, to reveal himself to you unless you're ready to follow him because he's going to lead you somewhere. He's going he's to cause a change in your life. He's going to do something that you have to submit to him in so that you can follow him. It may be something as simple as submitting to having a conversation with somebody you don't like or, or somebody or something of that nature. But as God leads, with your submission and obedience, it'll be a divine encounter. So, just like Paul said, whenever he encountered the Lord Jesus, and the Lord Jesus says, why are you kicking against the goads? Uh, and, Paul, and Paul said, what shall I do, Lord? You see, when God comes to us, he's desiring not, not just to have an encounter with us, not just for us to, 
to have a feel-good, warm sensation, but for us to follow him in obedience, in submission to what he desires. That's the whole reason for God meeting with us. That's the whole reason for the divine encounter. It's for us to be changed. But we won't do that unless we're ready to be submitted to him in whatever he asks. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your work, calling us to that work. So thank you, Father, for the opportunities to follow you, to serve you, to have those encounters that are organized and orchestrated by you. Lord, I just ask that you open our eyes to see you working and give us the wherewithal to join you, the desire to join you in obedience and in submission. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.